You are tuning into Red Zone Coffee Talk with your hosts, Tim and Zachary. And we are back after a mini hiatus um, with football being kind of gone. We uh, were like, you know what? We're going we're gonna to go to a month each. Like, we'll post each month. And then as we get back to the season, we'll – as we get back to the season, we'll post a little um, – yeah. So, Zach, how's it been? It's been a minute. Well, things have been great. I've uh, been living under a rock. So, uh, as far as I know, Joe Biden has been in good health, hasn't taken any falls recently. Uh, and uh, <laughs> That's not true. I don't oh, think. I don't know. No. I, I actually don't know, but I'm just assuming based on what I know about Joe Biden, definitely oh, taking some falls. Well, if, you, if you didn't see it, fall. That's oh. why I said that. It is, it is sad because he's old. Uh, was it up the stairs this time? No, service, which made it tough to watch. Oh man, it was at, it was at the Air Force Academy commencement ceremony. Oh, this is man, this is rough. Yes, we not have did, political. Oh, find we're it? not making political statements here. But no, this is just rough. two guys being sad for an old man. It has nothing to do with the fact he's. That's rough, dude. That's just that's just rough. I mean, it is just can, just rough. What can you? <laughs> I don't know. I'm not laughing. <laughs> I'll just say, when when it comes to um, time for election again, um, I, let's do this. How many Republican candidates utilize Joe Biden falling in their uh, like or why they should be voted for instead of uh, someone else? Like I think the yeah the physical uh, nature of things certainly has to be brought up. I have no doubt that someone's going to say something. I'm saying over on Dean, and I I'm going to take the over. Uh, I'm I'll take the under. Okay, that's probably a wise choice, but I can't. Seem to uh, can't seem to to trust that uh, the I'm going to bank on the fact that uh, the people the uh, what are they called I can't call them the candidates are going to utilize um, politics cutthroat and so it's going to be like well Joe is whatever it doesn't matter Joe Biden we love you well okay we respect you as our president um, you are respected by us. As Christian Amen. men, we respect you and the position. We love Amen. you as a brother in Christ. Well, I don't know if you're a brother well, in Christ. We love, you at, we love you and hope you are a brother in Christ, and we will continue to pray for you as as commanded in Second Timothy. All that to well say, said. All that to say, um, uh, um, I want... Go heat. Uh, Dwayne the Rock Johnson, Dwayne the Rock Johnson, twenty twenty four. Oh wow! Or he Kevin Hart. Political. That's who I'll or vote Kevin for. Hart. Okay, I'm writing, I see where you're. I'm writing one of those two in twenty twenty four. I see. Yeah, I'm, I'm giving up on real candidates. So, well, we, we, already, we already did. Uh, well, I guess we. Countries. Okay, let's. I guess we can wheel it back on track. We've gone away from red zone coffee talk to 
the weird politics coffee talk that no one cares about. We have no our, we have no sort of talk about this. No, I'm actually I vote for the Green Party. The Green Party, which is yeah, like it's Tom Thumb. Weed. Oh, pro. I was thinking like Tom Thumb, like green, like uh, like vegans or something. No, no, weed. But sweet. Well, uh, since last time we've talked, it's been a little. Last time we talked, it was right before the draft, um, and now we are currently. If you didn't know, uh, we're currently sitting after the draft. So uh, the draft just happened. Um, and, uh, yeah, we, Zach, did we, I don't think we on some of our predictions. Um, I thought we did okay. Uh, for our, for our predictions? What predict, we did quarterback predictions. Um, I know, I think we both got Stroud and Young right. Correct. No, we got Young. I think we both said Bryce Young and Panthers. I think that might have been the... No, yeah, I thought you said Anthony Richardson, right? Or you said Texans. No, I said him to the Texans. Yeah, that's what I said, which was wrong. And I still think I said the Texans. I think I think you got one right and I got two. We got Levis okay. wrong. We got Hooker wrong. And uh, Richardson we also got wrong. Yeah. Yeah. So, so uh, you know, but hey, let it be said, I just want to toot my own horn. All the ESPN experts on Thursday night were, were not going to take CJ Stroud. Yeah, I, they were not. And then they're like, they're going to take Will Anderson. And they technically weren't wrong uh, because they – so we'll just get into I mean, the big news from the draft, Bryce Young, number one overall to the Panthers, um, which was, I think, by that point, uh, we'll see how it turns out. I think, I, again, Bryce Young is a good player. I I won't lie. I've laughed very hard at all the things that have been made about him in like their their rookie practices where he lined up the O line and then like can't be seen behind them. Um, some of the things saying he's like a coach's kid getting reps or something. I thought I I've laughed pretty hard. I won't lie. Um, but uh, hopefully he can overcome the height issues and be a great NFL quarterback. Uh, For sure. Yeah, we wish him the best. If not, the Panthers, you're looking at um, a future with the Red Rocket at the helm. So, My favorite, and by favorite, least favorite thing, is when coaches who have drafted, who have mortgaged their entire franchise on one player, are like, oh, earn the starting job. <laughs> so like Andy Dalton's a starter, and I'm like, Frank Reich would get fired on day one if Andy Dalton was starting. Yeah. It's that just would a be stupid. Fun. Why are we pretending? Nobody believes you. It doesn't even motivate Bryce Young. He knows. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, so that's all going down in Carolina. And then we hopped to pick number two, and you had the Texans take C.K. Stroud. And then they traded up to pick number three to also get Will Anderson. So they got two of the top three prospects. Um, what did they – do you remember what they gave up? Third overall pick from the Cardinals. What they gave up? Yeah. Uh, they gave up a future first, and I don't remember if it was theirs or if it was ours from the Watson trade. But if it was, that's an that could be really rough coming next I year. The Cardinals theirs. could have two. 
it was theirs? I think it was because I I remember them talking about it being a pretty big deal. Um, that could could that not be two top five picks for the Cardinals? Possibly. Yeah. I, I think. Um, yeah. So, what do you think of that? What do you do? You think that's a good deal for the Texans? Do you think it's too much? What What are you feeling? Um. I mean, I think it'd be hard that we'd have to look back in like a couple of years because the problem, like, Anderson is. Uh, a generational talent, so it would be tough to say that wasn't worth worth it for them. However, is a lot to give up. I do uh, think I think in all reality, I think with what they gave up, I think Anderson needs to be like a multi-time All-Pro player to be worth that. And I think he very well could be, but like you're kind of now you're putting that on him, where it's like okay, like right. you're banking on it, which. I wouldn't. I don't think it's a bad bet, but it is. You know, you're, you got you. You put all your eggs in CJ Stroud and Will Anderson, and um, so so we'll see. You know, and and it's also. I mean, it's not. We think about it. You're, um, you know, a rookie, uh, like uh, a rookie coach uh, in the Miko Ryan, and he. Like, you know, wants to bring his people in. He gets a quarterback, and he gets like the top defender possibly. So he's bringing his people. You know, um, so I, I I don't think it's a bad shout. Um, and I think we'll be fine. So we'll see what happens. But I will say um, I think the Cardinals won big from that trade. Yes, especially they still got Paris Johnson. And like, yeah. c- considering the state of their franchise, I don't know what what like, what would the point have been in them staying at three. Like, there would have been they got so much. That, yeah, absolutely. If if they had needed, I mean, obviously taking Will Anderson, looking back, would still have been a good pick. Yeah, but uh, if you can get that much to move back, what? How many spots? Yeah. Well, I mean, they, well, they, they so they, they went back to twelve back and then traded back up to six, right? But I think they they kept. I feel like they kept the. Why do I feel like they somehow kept the first? Yeah, can you find what they gave up? I'm trying to. It's I've got the the story, but it's not loading for me. Um, here we go. Yeah, so they traded up, and they to trade up. They sent number twelve, the number thirty-four, the number one sixty-eight. Wait, say that one more time. So they traded the number twelve where they were at. So they traded uh-huh. back from three to twelve, which is where the Texans are drafting. Then to trade up to six, they traded with the Lions, and they traded. They're the number 12, the number 34, and then number 168. And then they got the sixth overall pick and the 81st. So they got Paris Johnson and they got, and then they also kept the first round pick they got from the Texans next year. Dang. That's crazy. That is crazy. Um, yeah. So that's um that's good because they got I mean a staple for the O line, and then they also are going to make two first round picks next year, or package one of those into a trade you know 
that got value. So, um, yeah. But, yeah, those were um, a lot of the big storylines from the first round. Outside of that, it was pretty uh, um, predictable, I think, in some ways. Um, you know, I, I think the other big story was Will Levis sliding as far as he did. Um, and then the Titans stopping his slide in the second round. So, Zach, what do you think? Why, why do you think Will Levis, Levis uh, um, slipped so much? He was white. That, I think that's the first problem for him. That was bad, bad decision on his parents' end of thing. Uh, yeah. But, you know, apart from, uh, you know, such natural selection, uh, I think yeah, it was tough. This was probably uh, if you're not going to be a for sure thing like Shroud or Young, you also have to have the tremendous intangibles or physical giftings like Richardson. So yeah. Levis obviously has, has the strong arm, but with Richardson, people were talking about drop balls and um, no talent around him. Levis at times, just like in Kentucky, I, I think there also think uh, he looked potentially, he just didn't maybe look as good as a natural thrower. I think it's yeah. what critique was said before the draft. And maybe that's what, teams were thinking during the draft it is interesting Washington could have taken him I mean there are a lot of teams that could have taken him in past uh but Tennessee I mean it it feels like I don't know but they were I think looking to move up with Arizona on draft night to three yeah yeah and then they obviously didn't so I wonder if Levis was their or if they wanted Richardson but either way they got their guy yeah I think I I think Titans uh the big loser there is Levis because of what he loses in money. Um, But the Titans, I think, you know, it helps they get a win because yeah, they get a guy and now they're, uh, I do. I think Levis starts this year. Uh, Maybe I think it's based on how the season goes. I think if they're winning with Tannehill, um, I think they'll stick with him. But if things start to go down South, I think they'll put in Levis. Um, What's well, another interesting thing before we go back? I, we got to talk about Richardson because I forgot to mention Anthony Richardson getting drafted to the Colts, which is also a big deal. But um, there's been talks that Malik Willis won't even make the final roster uh, for the Titans. I did see that, which what someone you, will, I mean, for, but oh yeah, that's just wild to think. Um, yeah, but uh, yeah, so yeah, Levis makes it there. I think um, I think Tannehill's the perfect guy for him to sit under. Um, and I think you're right with the what what he had. Um, Levis and Richardson were similar in that they were both like they had some athleticism aspects. Um, but what um, what Richardson like Richardson had much much more athleticism than Levis did. Levis had the big arm and he can some running ability, but that was about it. And then he had some intangibles. You know, he's not an idiot, but um, yeah, I just think they were the teams that were obviously the teams that maybe were looked for a quarterback. They decided that the other needs were better. I don't know there, but I think there are a couple picks. You think about like, you mentioned the commanders and I'm like, they, the commanders took a manual Forbes, you know, a corner. And I'm like, 
I don't know. It's I think the I think corner is an important position. Um but like Forbes is kind of smaller. Um I think he'll be he fine, also but it wasn't projected to go that high. Yeah, I'm just like in my mind and like you had Darius Rush, who is projected to go second round, like fall all the way to the fifth. And so Forbes could turn out to be good, but I'm like, man, if I'm if I'm there, Levis is still sitting there. Like I would think, man, let's take a let's take a shot on this guy. And then like there's gonna there's just so many corners, you know, and I feel like corners can be hit or miss at times. You know, you got like Sauce Gardner, you know, top pick is amazing. And then the the next best corner, rookie corner, was Tariq Woolen taken in like what the fifth round. So like it's like, okay, so I, I almost was like, I feel like with how many corners there are. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. I, I there maybe there was more to it. Um, you know, maybe they decided, hey, we're sick with Sam Howell. But I think there are other teams, you know, like, um, you know, the Lions. The Lions ended up getting their guy. They took Hen and Hooker later, um, which is, I think, a good pick for them. He can sit. Um, although it's interesting because I – I don't know. I mean, I maybe they're – I know Goff isn't, like, the quarterback of the future, but I think if he plays as good as he did last year – like it's not like the Lions aren't like, hey, we get we're still waiting to win. Like they're moving towards like winning now, you know. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay, like I feel like right now the guy to win is Goff. Like he is, he played, he was one of the top. I mean, he was a top ten quarterback last year. I mean, he played really well. And so I'm like, so are you trying to move on from him, or are you just getting the guys for when you need the next guy? Like, you know what I mean? Right. I think it'd be one yeah. thing of golf, and I and I don't think it's a bad pick, but I do think it's an interesting spot where it's like, man, like Jared Goff is. It's not like he's only got a couple years left; like he can play at a top level for a couple, you know, for a while. And so, unless maybe they're wanting to move on from him at some point, I don't know. Um, what What do you think about that? Yo yo yo. Oh yeah. Sorry, I for some there's like a power surge, almost like. I don't know what happened. Like the Wi-Fi, my Wi-Fi cut out, and my TV uh, turned okay. off. Okay, but then nothing yet. Like that was electronics that, like, I don't know. It was weird. So interesting. Uh, what was the last thing you heard me say? Uh, you said you asked me my thoughts on the hooker stuff. Okay. And that, well, and then, then I, just and then talking, and then I heard you go zap, and then it cut out. I didn't. Yeah, I heard. I asked that, and I didn't hear anything from you. And then I think that's where. Yeah. Um, so just yeah, just give your thought. Just start giving your thoughts on the head and hooker stuff, and I'll I'll place it together. Okay. Uh, I think for the line, in some ways, it could have been uh, best available for them on their board. Like if they thought Hendon Hooker was like the most valuable, because it's hard when you in the third round or later, like to try and draft guys that will be starters is hit or miss. Um, so maybe they okay, will be, it could be, you know, to cope with that situation where you're like, we have a legitimate backup. Uh, if God were to get hurt, um, we can play hooker and trust that he'll know our system and play well. Or maybe they are thinking uh, they want to see another good year out of golf, but they extend his contract. Um, he did play well last year but true uh, yeah part of, part of that their system is like a more quick pass situation so 
I think it speaks more to their ability to build around Goff as opposed to Goff's ability. Um, I do think Goff is better than he was at the end of his tenure in L.A. However, if you can play hooker for significantly cheaper and save $40 million and spend it elsewhere, that's a pretty good deal. But uh, it, it still is an interesting pick. They definitely didn't need to go quarterback. But if you were, like remember backups in years past, it was like David Blau or Chase Daniel, and they couldn't win games. So Yeah. Yeah, no, you're right. I remember that. Yeah. Um, yeah, I see that. I think it could be just a value pick. Um, and who knows? Yeah, I, the contract situation is smart, you know, and it gives further uh, – not to say, like, oh, we're not, like, fully in on you yet, but it's competition, you know. Um, so, yeah, it's interesting. We'll see what happens. I like Hendon Hooker. And, but also, yeah, I guess it, it is almost like a year thing because he can't – he's not going to be able to really play a ton this year. Right. Um, so it will be primarily like a, you know, and and insurance, like, okay, if golf like reverts back to LA form of like, oh, okay, he sinks, like, well, we, we, we've got a guy that we're building in our system that we think could be the future. So yeah, it's not bad. Um, let's hop back real quick. Anthony Richardson, the other quarterback um, taken to the Colts. Uh, kind of expected. I mean, after those first two picks. Um, so, what do you? Uh, uh, what do you think? Do you think that's going to be a fit there? What do you think is going to happen? Do you think they're going to throw him in? Will they wait? What are you feeling? Yeah, I mean, the only reason I would see them waiting is if they were, if Richardson looked terrible in OTAs and training camp. Uh, Invested so much, do you want to see him play? I think the realistic expectation is probably a Jalen Hurts in his rookie year. Um, Jalen Hurts played in the same system now. Uh, um, I don't remember his name. Shane, wasn't it Shane something? Bacon. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so he's going to bring that system. Be built well for Richardson. Uh, but like Hertz in his first year was not now granted Hertz was playing with um, Doug Peterson. So it might've been different. However, just in terms of, I think we'll see the athletic ability on display and the arm on display at points, but I think it's going to be a raw product and I wouldn't expect him to look like Bryce Young and CJ Stroud, but I don't think anyone's expecting that just given yeah what we all knew about him heading in. But do you, what do you think his um, in five to 10 years, looking back on this draft class, which of these quarterbacks do you think will have had uh, the most individual success? Not necessarily Super Bowls, because that's more team. Hmm. I'm gonna I'm gonna say C.J. Stroud. I mean, he's just been the top guy in my opinion. Um, I think he'll have a. I think he's gonna perform well. I think Bryce Young will be good too. I just I I think. I think the size is going to struggle. And I know size isn't everything, but, like, it's, it was a struggle for Baker. I mean, at time, I, Breeze was probably a struggle at first, too. You got to grow into it. Like, Breeze didn't, Drew Breeze didn't just start out as a perennial, like, uh, all-star. He had to get there. So, I, I don't know. I could see it being a struggle, especially, you know, with a, uh, a rebuilding kind of team. 
Um, Richardson, I just don't trust the Colts yet enough to say that, like, it's going to work fair. out. Um, because I think he has the skill, but, like, you also got to look at, like, you know, not a ton of targets. I mean, he's got Jonathan Taylor in the backfield, obviously, who at his best is the best running back in the league. Um, but the receiver room is um, not amazing. I mean, Michael Pittman is probably, I would say, a top top 20 receiver. Um, I think Alec Pierce was solid. And then, you know, you got uh, – who do they have at tight end? Jelani Woods. Yeah, not much. Yeah, so there's there's not a, a ton for him to work with yet. Um, I don't know. Did they make a signing? I thought they might have signed a receiver. I don't remember. Um, they drafted – did you mention Josh Downs already? I didn't. Okay, so Josh Downs, you know, but that's still a rookie. Like, right. Oh, you, know, you got like some – it, there's not a guy that I'm like, oh, like, okay, like, you know, he, he's going to be fed by, uh, like, he's going to be able to feed, like, just turn to him and feed this guy. Um, you know, like, I mean, Jonathan Taylor, again, but injury issues at times have caused some struggles. So, like, if he's not healthy, we saw when he wasn't healthy, there wasn't much going for the Colts. Um. Isaiah McKenzie not popping off the page. Yeah, Old no. Turner, you know, you got yeah. So it's it's Michael Pittman and Alec Pierce are your top targets. So yeah, I, I think um, I think it's going to be a struggle bus a little bit. Uh, maybe not. I could be wrong, but I'm feeling like it is. Um, yeah, I'm going with Stroud, and then same thing with Levis. They don't have a top target, so like. I mean, again, even Tannehill is going to struggle because, like, they don't – their top targets right now are Traylon Burks and Nick Westbrook, whatever his last name is. You know, like, they don't have a number one receiver. Um, and then Hooker, I I don't know how much he's going to get to play. Um, right. So, yeah, so I'm going to – I think Stroud is the best option right now. Well, here's what, what the thing, think? though. You, you've not brought up Dorian Thompson-Robinson. You're right. Dorian it, that's who it is. The Deshaun Watson's out of here. Dorian Thompson Robinson is in. Well, actually, no, that's wrong. I, I lied. The best quarterback from this draft class will be Stetson Bennett. Ah, there it is. The man who went to Georgia for seven years and did not get a degree. Wait, he didn't graduate with a degree? No. No. They his name that. was not on the twenty twenty three uh, graduating class of the Georgia Bulldogs. That is brutal. So this man went to school for seven years and did not get a degree. Wow. That is how I, that blows my mind. Like, what was he doing? What, were they just not like, did they not enroll him in classes? Like, what was he doing? I mean, yeah, maybe, maybe he got his associates and he was like, all right, I'm good. I don't but to be, he had to be enrolled at the school to play for their team. Well, I'm sure he was taking classes. Yeah. I don't know, man. It doesn't make sense. Yeah. They find ways around it. I would be interested to, like, be one of those guys, you know, like the Cardell Jones of I don't – like, I didn't come to play school. Is that what he say? Like, he said – Jones, 
famous for saying like, I didn't come here to play school, you know? Um, oh, right. Or and so also have the, remember the infamous tweet of how he beat that kid in the hospital and directed yes. people on the score. Yeah. Um, but like, like to be a guy like that, where it's not, not like an O-lineman or like even a, like a defense, like just like as a quarterback, like what are they, what kind of, what kind of uh, corners do they cut for you? You know, at these big schools, you know, like if I'm, you know, like Bryce Young, like, am I really getting up and going to four class? Like, this, I mean, when I was at when I was at college, there were days where I had like three to four classes in a day. You're gonna tell me that that's what like they're having that, or do you tell me, you know what, they actually probably go to like two classes a week, right? Like, I feel like those guys do not have to go to many classes. They can get up, they can lift, like. I don't know. That's how I, I feel like it is. But I don't know. It'd be interesting just to hear about that life. Yeah. Uh, I can't. I mean, at, at state schools, I have to wonder if they have attendance policies the same way we did. You know what I'm saying? Like if they could even check oh. if someone showed up or not. Well, it was even ours was by class, too. I mean, we were we still had like. Like certain guys, like certain professors, didn't take attendance, and even if they did, you know that all it takes is them to say, "Hey, uh, Mr. Professor, sir, uh, you do not take attendance of this kid because the reason you have the science building you have is because he can throw so many touchdowns." You know, yeah. Like that's half, like half, like that's the biggest money maker for Ohio State for Alabama. Like, so like science guy. Mr. Science Professor, you have your new science building in office because this guy throws touchdowns. So just give him A's and don't expect him to be in class. You know, it's a fair point. So I, I could very well see that happening, which is unfortunate. But hey, you know, like that's just how it is in that world. And like, especially on top of the point now that those guys are making so much money. You know. Uh, say that again. Well, like the NIL, like with the NIL deals. Right. Oh, like, yes. Yeah. Like, they all, like, CJ Stroud is making millions of dollars with NIL deals. Yeah, it's... And absurd. then, um, you know, so, like, it's almost like you don't even have to graduate. You just got to make sure you don't get kicked out. Just do well enough to stay in classes and not get on probation. But... Uh, yeah, the... College, man, I can't imagine. And now, does it ever blow your mind how young these guys are? Yeah, it is weird to think that I'm older than all of them. That's what gets me at this point. I'm just blown away. Like, I, because I used to look like all oh, those guys are so old, and that, like, Bryce Young is like 21, 22, mm-hmm. and I'm like yep. older than him. So that is weird to think about. It is trippy. But, all but right. Yes. Well, let's, uh, let's talk. Uh, we're going to talk favorite pick of the draft, um, the pick that surprised you the most, and then maybe what team you think had that you think had the best draft. Uh, mm-hmm. Which one are you with first? We'll say this. Instead of team had the best draft, we'll say favorite pick of the draft, surprise pick of the draft. Um, this is, okay, well, maybe we should save and say first round because the whole draft, there's – like over 250 picks. So we can say of the first, first and second round, like, okay, what was your favorite pick? 
what was the pick that surprised you or you think is bad? Um, and then who do you think had the best, like, first two rounds of the draft? Best two rounds? Yeah, just, like, first or and second round between those two. Okay. Who do you think did the best? So, we'll start. Favorite pick. What was your, what was your favorite pick? Oh, I feel like – can we get the obvious one out there? Yeah, go for it. Uh, Eagles get in Jalen Carter. I, yeah, I feel like that one. Now, obviously, he had question marks, but if he works out, that is an absurd uh, grab for them. Uh, so that's I think that is one. But I think the one that probably for me I liked uh, the most um, was Michael Mayer to the Raiders at thirty-five. Uh, trading Waller, saving the money, getting younger. Um, and getting a guy who was, for a, the longest time, the unanimous top tight end of the draft, and then Dalton, uh, was it Kincaid or yeah, Kincaid, yeah, uh, kind of shot up there in the um, evaluation process. But Jimmy G, I, I feel like it's a system that'll work well. It's a McDaniel system, which was where Gronk and Aaron Hernandez thrived, uh, and then Jimmy G has in San Francisco uh, largely depended on a George Kittle um, to be his check down option and over the field over the middle of the field option. So Michael Mayer is in a system with a quarterback that would seemingly work out really well for him. uh, Just whether or not he puts it together and how quickly he does because rookie tight ends typically aren't like top dogs. Um, But within, I think by the end of his career, we'll look back and say that was a phenomenal value pick in the second round. Yeah. I agree. I think that's a good pick. Speaking of the Raiders, I did see that um, supposedly Jimmy G failed his first physical. I did like, see that. Does that have to do with his foot, you think? Is he recovering? I, I'm assuming so. Um, I don't know. I don't I, I don't feel like it's, it hasn't been a big enough uh, to do that people think it's not actually going to go through, but it was interesting to read that. Um and, uh, yeah, and then you mentioned, uh, you know, Jalen Carter going to the, the Eagles. It's just Georgia in the NFL. Um, but I saw a news story today that said that Jalen Carter at, at – I don't know if it was OTA. I think it's OTAs. Broke a sled. Like, you know, the football sleds that, like, you hit? Like the lineman sleds? Yes. He broke one. He hit it so hard that it broke. What? Like, pushing... Like, wow. that's just... The man is a monster. How? I don't know. Um, but That is so I, this, impressive. Yeah, it is. Um, yeah, I think when I look at my favorite pick, I've got... A, there's a couple that I was a big fan of. Um... Let me see. Um, I'm going to say, ooh, that's a good one too. Damn. I think I'm going to go with my first, my first one uh, is, I think, 
of the first round, I think, is Christian Gonzalez. I'm going to say Christian Gonzalez to the, the Patriots. Um, all the way at 17, mostly because I had Chris, I had ranked Christian Gonzalez as my top corner, and they got him as the third corner taken. I think, um, and we even mentioned Emmanuel Forbes was taken. So not only did the Commanders take Emmanuel Forbes to the quarterback, they also took what I think is the third quarterback. But whatever. Um, so I just think for the Patriots, you know, you didn't have to trade up. They didn't trade back, or actually, did they? No, they didn't. Yeah, they traded back, didn't they? The Patriots. Yeah. Yes, with Pittsburgh. Yeah, so they traded back and they got a um, very good uh, corner. So I think that was my favorite pick. I like Christian Gonzalez a lot. I think he's going to help there. Um, yeah, so I'm, I think that one. Um, and then I'd probably also say I really like the pick. I think Rashi Rice to the uh, uh, the – the Chiefs was a good pick. That is a good pick. Uh, their receiving core is going to be very fascinating to watch yeah. next year. I like Rasheed Rice a lot. And do you think he'll usurp Sky Moore? Uh, maybe. I don't know. I think – I don't know. Why. I think Sky Moore was overshadowed just by – I mean, Travis Kelsey's Travis Kelsey. But they had Juju um, – I think Sky also dealt with a little bit of injuries. So here, here I don't necessarily think he will because I think there's there's a balance between like Rushy Rice is talented, but I think he's a similar uh, type of prospect and he's from a smaller school and he's got a lot of like athleticism. And Sky has the upper hand of being in the system for a year already, you know. Um so I think that I think we can see Sky Moore take a big jump with being in the system uh, for a year already. So now he's got like, like just a year under his belt. I think we'll see uh, more from him. But yeah, I also love Cody Mock taken by the Buccaneers because I love that guy. So the toothless wonder. But yeah, those are some of he's our favorite. Animal. He is. So, okay, Zach, what about uh, a pick that maybe surprised you, but not in a good way? Like, you were just like, oh, okay, that's interesting. And I, I think yeah, there's that only would one be... answer, but for oh. you. There's only one answer for me? Yeah, based on how you responded when it happened, but. Uh, well, if it's the one, you're, I'm, kind of, I'm probably going to get a different one. Okay. Than what you I think you're thinking. I'll mention the one I'm talking. thinking of. Okay. Uh, mine is going to be Zach Charbonnet. At 52 oh, to I'll, okay. Yeah. Uh, I that one. Thinking, I was looking at that one. That one didn't make just any. Uh, you have Kenneth Walker, who proved he's a good bell cow until he got hurt. Uh, don't. And, let, and maybe it's just Pete Carroll insisting they're going to run the ball. But at 52, like, that just seems yeah. like running back. I, I, I you think, already have one. I think Charbonnet is a great running back. And they got a good running back. And they did need a backup, like, to replace Rashad Penny. I just think that's high to take a backup when you probably yes. have other needs that you could take in the second round. Um. But I mean, Kenneth Walker did, did he dealt with a couple with some injuries, 
So maybe there's something no, but um, I don't know. Maybe they maybe he was just best available on their board. I find that hard to believe um, because even in the rest of the second round, you know, like Osiris Torrance, who was ranked as like possibly the top guard, was still there. You know, they could use some more linemen. Um, you got. Uh, yeah, so I think, um, yeah, I think prize pick. Uh, yeah, well, I, I was also, we got to mention Bajan Robinson to Bajan Robinson and Jameer Gibbs in the first round. Even though we both projected them to be in the first round, where they were taken was a surprise, I think, for both of us. Um, even though I project, I actually will say I projected it with um, the John Robinson. I said he'd go to the Falcons, and he did. Um, but um, yeah, so Bajan Robinson to the Falcons, and then Jameer Gibbs to the Lions at twelve. Um, Bajan Robinson will be an amazing running back. Not what the Falcons needed, I don't think. Um, but Arthur Smith loves his running back, so we'll see what happens. Yeah. Maybe, maybe they'll figure it out, or maybe they'll still be bad. Luckily, they're in a they're in a division that is pretty rough, or pretty bad, so like yeah. they could squeak it out. Um, Jameer Gibbs, uh, I think, will also be a great running back. I think that's high for um, him on the part of the lions. Cause I think there's other holes that they need to fill. Um, and they also had signed David Montgomery and they ended up trading Deandre Swift, but like they signed David Montgomery. Um, so I don't know. I, I like in my mind, if you're taking a guy here, like the second running, not only the second running back, um, but like you're taking a running back here. Um, he should be either a absolutely amazing talent like Bajon Robinson or mm-hmm. a big, big need. And I don't think Jameer Gibbs is either of those. I think he's a good prospect. I think he'll be a good running back. I don't think he's blowing me out of the water. Um, and I, But I also don't think it was a big need. So that's why I think it's kind of a surprising pick there um, for the Lions. So just wanted to mention those. Uh, before I say my big surprise pick uh, that I wasn't a fan of, which was, apart from those two, um, where'd it go? I was looking at it. Um, man, the Lions just, wow. I hated their first and second rounds. I'm just going to say that. But And their second round? I, yeah. Didn't they get... Uh, 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 Brian Branch? They got Brian Branch, but they, they got they took Sam Laporta right before they took and then Michael Mayer got taken. Oh yeah, that's fair. That one that was they took that Sam was Laporta pretty... before Michael Mayer. Yeah, that one I think looking back will be not ideal. Yeah, that that's so rough. between that, Jameer Gibbs and taking Jack Campbell pretty high. And then yeah, they got Brian Branch, but like I don't know. Yeah, whatever. Um, oh, man. 
I think I'm going to say uh, I think Will McDonald is the one that I'm not the biggest fan of. Uh, apart from the Lions picks, Will McDonald. Even though Mel Kuyper called it? Uh, yeah, Mel, that was funny to watch them getting into a heated debate, even though it's just whatever. That was pretty funny. But yeah, it, I think it's just high. Um, yeah, I think it's just a high pick. I think he can be good. It's just a high pick for him the Jets it's just sad because the Jets needed they needed Broderick Jones and did you the the Patriots specifically traded to the Steelers because they wanted to screw over the Jets which is hilarious um but the Jets need like we're definitely going to take a tackle and then they didn't get it and then like they're still like Anton Harrison was still there, Cody Mock. And so I I feel like you could have traded back and gotten Will McDonald or traded back and gotten a tackle or taken a better prospect. I just don't think it's a great pick there. Um, yeah. Oh, that's fair. Yeah, I just think he's he's – it's not what they needed right now. Um, so I, uh, I don't yeah. think it was a great pick. It was a, it was tried. Yeah. The Will McDonald, I don't know. That's like one of those picks where you always wonder how the rest of the league was evaluating it. Like, but who was it? There was, was there anybody? No, it was, uh, yeah, I don't know who, who else really wanted McDonald. Like, do you think he would have? Fallen farther? I mean, the next Next outside linebacker taken was Nolan Smith at uh, 31. Well, McDonald plays more edge too, right? Even that. Nolan Smith was the next edge. Well, I guess Miles Murphy maybe. But after Nolan Smith, it went – or after – not Nolan Smith. After Will McDonald, it went – Corner, corner, inside linebacker, defensive tackle, Clyde Cansey, receiver, 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 corner, tight end, Mozzie Smith, big D tackle. Like, the next actual edge rusher was until pick 28. So, Interesting. yeah, I don't know. I Maybe they maybe they knew something we didn't. And, I mean, they – and also they – I mean, they had a great draft last year, so I, I shouldn't question their draft, but – um, I don't know. It was just a little puzzling. Yeah. Oh, no doubt. Yeah. The but, uh, see last year, it'll be interesting if Jermaine Johnson takes a step forward this year, and then you have McDonald's mm-hmm. coming in, as well as John Franklin Myers and yeah. Lawson. That could be a scary. I think that the Jets defense, if we're talking fantasy football and if you care about team defenses, they might be top three. Yeah. So it'll be pretty sick. Yeah. All right. Let's say who uh what about your favorite draft? 
first we'll say through the first two rounds. I mean, the other rounds okay. are important, but we're going to say through the first two rounds, who who do you think had the best first two rounds of the draft? Cuz Yeah, that's the best two. Do you have one already in mind? Yeah, I I, I think I have mine. I'm, okay, I'm, you go first. I think I'm going to go with the the Cardinals. They okay. I think they were my favorite. I mean, I think in the first round you got they pretty much they picked a starting tackle who will be a starter for a long time, and a, and they got a second first rounder next year. That's what they did in the first round. And then in the second round, they got BJ, uh, BJ Ojolari, whose brother is a solid NFL player, who I think will also be a um, – they needed edge rusher because they lost G- TJ, or J.J. Watt, and their uh, pass rushing defense was bad. Um, I think he's – yeah. So I, I just think between those two picks and getting the extra first, like I, that for me, I was like, man, that's a good first two rounds. So they were my favorite. Tim, I think mine, my favorite for the first two rounds, you are going to disagree with because you've already said you do. Uh, I, and at the time, I didn't feel this way, but now I do. Do you want to guess who I'm going to say? The Detroit Lions? The Detroit Lions. Really? Okay. Uh, I don't necessarily think Jameer Gibbs was – he would not have fallen past the teens, I don't think. Uh, however, 12 seemed high. But uh, they did trade DeAndre Swift, so you get his upcoming contract off the books. Um, I think if Gibbs plays out to his potential and you have him in Montgomery – that makes life a lot easier for Jared Goff. Gibbs is a good receiver out of the backfield, which is what Swift was supposed to be, but he was hurt, and he dropped a lot of passes. Uh, Jack Campbell, obviously there's debate as to do, do you want to take like an inside linebacker in the first round, but uh, if you saw the video, the Bucks were interested um, if he had not been taken. Uh, but he obviously – one of their weaknesses has been linebacker. Um, so when it comes to you think of how bad their defense has been, they've struggled to stop the run. Uh, you think of potentially like you need to be able to stop the tight end pass in the middle of the field. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jack Campbell's a guy who can help stop the run in the gaps, but also play some coverage. So I think the big question is where they took players, but those are two good players. Laporta. Yeah. I probably would have taken Michael Mayer. However, uh, the Hawkinson situation, I think, has made it clear what they look for in a tight end. And I think a guy like Laporta, who's a little bit bigger, um, at least I think in weight, uh, potentially just being a better blocker. Because Michael Mayer, that was kind of the knock on him. Mm-hmm. I think Mayer is heavier. But Mayer was not a blocker in college. Um, so I would say you get Laporta who probably blocked more at Iowa, given how much they ran the ball compared to passing the ball. Probably makes a bit more sense for the makeup of their team. And then Brian Branch, I think, in the second round is a, is a steal because he was projected to be first. You get a guy, safety, you can play coverage, or can play in the box. I think that helps you 
was stopping the run as well. So I, I think objectively it is a questionable draft, but for what they needed in their system, I think it was a good draft. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I, I, I won't disagree. I mean, as much as I, I don't, I'm not necessarily a fan of it. I, I can see what you're saying. And in all reality, um, it will probably, they'll probably end up like being good for them. You know, like they'll be contributors. I think I just, I, I feel like there could have been more maximizing, but you know, sometimes you got to take the guys you want. So they, they've been doing that. Um, it's true. Yeah. So overall, my favorite draft was the Browns because I love the Browns, obviously. But I actually do think we had a good draft um, with what we had. I mean, we didn't pick till day three. Cedric Tillman, I think, was a great pick, um, who, having not been injured, um, I mean, before last year, he was the top receiver before Jalen Hyatt. And then having been injured, like, didn't kind of come back to form. But I think he'll be great. I think getting uh, Siaki Ika, I forget, I think that's how you say, the big D tackle is going to be an upgrade. Big help for... uh, are once uh, Jim Schwartz, then Dave Dewan Jones. Like I really enjoyed our, the Browns draft um, with what we had, you know. So I was very pleased yeah. with that. Yeah, they definitely. I think they. I think they nailed um, the draft, uh, especially with obviously what they had. The only thing that somewhat bothers me is the Cedric Tillman. Not because I think I'm not bothered by drafting Tillman. I am bothered by us drafting David Bell last year and him not getting to do anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, he didn't get to see the field at all, and he probably won't now because Elijah Moore, Cedric Tillman, DBJ, and Cooper, and potentially DeAndre Hopkins. So that's a bit of a bummer because in hindsight, you're like, that was a wasted draft pick. We didn't even yeah. let him have a chance. So that Andrew Berry, that is my one complaint for Andrew Berry is there are consistent times where you take a, we take, we draft a guy and then the next year we replace him. Yeah. But that is a small notch in the belt. If this draft class works out and if this season goes well, then none of us will care. True. That's very true. So, so all right. Well, before we, uh, before we close, let's do, let's say who, what predictions, uh, offensive rookie off off year defensive rookie of the year. What do you think? Uh, offensive offensive rookie of the year. Uh, well, I think you go. I think I know who you're going to pick. So you go first. Well, it's it's who won who won it this past year? Uh, Garrett Wilson, barely over Olave. Yeah. Um. So it's usually either a quarterback or a receiver. So, the top runners, I mean, are probably Young and Stroud. Um, but I think I'm going to go Bijan Robinson. I'm going to say Bijan Robinson. Yeah. Um, not because I think they're going to be good, but he's just going to be used so much. Like, I, I just think he's. Like I think he's gonna have so much stats, and it's like 
it's one of those guys where it's like he's the best running back ever, but on like a four and twelve team. So, yeah, uh, but yeah, he's my pick for offensive rookie. Uh, my mind just blanked. Who did you just say? John Robinson. Okay, I I thought that's what you said, and then all of a sudden I was like, did you say Jordan <laughs> Addison? Um, Dark horse. Yeah, that's what I thought you were gonna pick. So outside of him, like the receivers, none of them are in a position. Like Quentin Johnson, no. Jordan Addison, no. Jigba, no. Maybe Who's Zay the, Flowers. Maybe with, if if the Baltimore system. But Odell's there too, so. Yeah, if I'm okay. I'm gonna say I think it's Bajan, but for the sake of being different, uh, I am gonna say uh, Anthony Richardson. I'll just I'll go okay. With Anthony Richardson. I think there's a chance he uh, gets to rack up some rush yards and rush touchdowns. And even though the Jags won the division last year, they had a slow start. It could happen again. Who knows? The Colts could make a run at the division. I don't know. Hmm. Houston's bad. Tennessee, I would say, will be bad. That roster is rough. Um, so yeah, I think they, there's, I think there's some opportunity. Yeah, I think, in my opinion, I think it's between Young, Stroud, and Bijan. Um, but, but Rich, like, I, I'm saying that realistically. Like, I think realistically, but Richardson is like a boomer bust. He'll either, I think he'll either blow us out of the water and be the definite rookie of the year candidate um, or just be rough and not, not like horrible, but just like, okay. Like he's got, he's rough around the edges, but right. Yeah. It will be, uh, it'll be interesting to watch how this draft class pans out. There's no doubt. I agree. Yeah. Um, All right. Defensive rookie of the year. What are you thinking? I don't want to pick Will Anderson. I think that's too that's too much of a gimme pick. Uh, but it's like, man, who else do you pick? I don't think it's going to be Jalen Carter because yeah, just D tackles don't get enough uh, stats. Correct, and he's in a crowded room with Jordan Davis and Fletcher Cox. Um, oh man, I'll I'll go M. Hard man, the defensive class was so watered. Not that it's bad, but there's just not a lot of guys who rise to the top. Uh, I'll say Devin Witherspoon for Seattle. That's a good pick. That's what I'll go with. I think he's in that cornerback room is about to be insane. Yes, and he's going to have. I think he'll be in a position to do well if with Woolen being in there too. So yeah, I'm going to say I'm actually I think I'm going to say Tyree Wilson. Um, I mean again, Will Anderson. Obviously, is probably the top pick, but outside of him, saying Tyree, now, I think Will Anderson will his struggle will be is he, uh, he's the only good rusher they really have, you know. Um, Tyree Wilson will he might uh, get a boost just because with because he's rushing alongside Max Crosby, um. Now, which isn't always helpful because, I mean, we thought that would happen with Chandler Jones. Um, but it's uh, – it didn't really. But 
you know, like when you're focused on Crosby, the rookie might get some chances to, to shine, you know? Um, so yeah. I think Kyrie Wilson, I think he has an opportunity to do it. Um, Anderson again is the most skilled, but he's the only really threat on that D line. So, you know, that teams will be scheming primarily against him. So, uh, I forgot about Tyree Wilson, to be honest. Yeah. I, I, that, yeah, he could be a monster. I'm excited to watch him play football. Dude's, dude is a long, he's a long boy. <laughs> <laughs> yep. There's, there's no hidden meaning. I'm just, like, I know there's not. I'm what, just, isn't just... he like six, seven? He's Thank a very you. big dude. I'm just laughing no, at how you it. said that. Yeah, say it, say it how I said it. You, I'm not gonna say it that way because I don't. It just nope. I'm not. I'm not gonna fall for your trap. <laughs> it's okay. There, I man, I wish I had kept track of the things you said before on this podcast. I can't. I I've only ever said. Well, I did say, I Magic Johnson. Um, I that was a classic. Dan Snyder. Uh, no, that was you. You're the one who said that, didn't you? Oh, yeah, yes, that yeah, is true. You were the one who said it. <laughs> That's funny. Um, but I have no regrets. No, you don't, because it's not wrong. And now um, the Commanders, which might not end up being their name, because they might not be able to get the rights to that name. So, uh, that's Wait, wait, really? Hold on, let me find this. before. Uh, this will be our last, this will be our closing story. I... That's wild. Oh, eight days ago. What? Hold on. I here's here's let me pull up. On February second, twenty twenty two, the Washington football team officially came to the Washington Commanders. On Wednesday, so eight days ago, last Wednesday, trademark attorney Josh Gerben first report on Twitter that Washington had its trademark application for the name Commanders denied by the U.S. Patent and Trademark Office. Wow. The letter sent to Washington said that the application was denied for two reasons. One, the Commanders Classic, which is the annual football game between the Army and Air Force, and two, previous trademarks for the Washington Space Commanders and Washington Wolf Commanders made by a man named Martin McCauley, who lives in D.C. Uh... Gerben said there's a viable path to obtain it. They can file a response saying that team name won't likely be confused with a single game and then buy out the rights. Um, uh, so, yeah. So, for now, if they want that name, that's what they're going to have to do. So, we might have a new name on the horizon for the Washington football team. That's absolutely so, Off the cuff. What's your best idea, Washington? The the Washington what? What's your what's your off the cuff name? Well, what were some of the uh, what were the big ones? There was the Red Tails. Okay, that's the one that I wanted. Yeah, I, I like that one. That's sick. I think the Hogs would be cool because they have the whole their hit with their history and oh, their they have, But what if you had to come up with your own, just off the cuff? The Redskins. 
I uh, don't. I don't know if that'll that'll get passed. I feel like I've heard that before. I'm, let me give me. Let's do two second, thirty second pause for station identification. Okay. Don't worry, I'll insert a break here. Okay. Uh, I what's the okay the St. Louis the break? So you know how there's the breakers. Yeah. I would say uh, I would go uh, the Ragers because of the Capitol Hill riots. Wow. Okay. The Washington Ragers. I really like that. I would. I would go for it. Just to, that's that. That's not bad. Um, uh, I'll I'll put it in. I'll suggest it. Yeah, you should. You should. You should send it to whoever owns them now, which I think includes Magic Johnson. Yeah, I don't want to get too close to him. I don't want like any bit of blood. <laughs> <laughs> oh my <laughs> god! Um, if I had to go off <laughs> off the cuff, uh, I'm gonna say the Washington. Uh, hmm. Uh, oh, I have one. And now I'm. I wanted to say something that was making fun of politicians, but missed opportunity, dude. Ah, uh, you know we're the Washington seniles. Oh, that's good. Because <laughs> everyone in Washington is senile. Um, not that's Uncle really Joe. Good. Not Uncle Joe. Uncle Joe is in perfectly good health. Um, what about like the the Washington uh, rumbling, stumbling? Uh, fumbling, Joe's, fumbling, yeah, Joe's, the Washington yeah. Joe's, dude. Do you know how amazing that would be to name a team after Joe Biden? Oh, that'd be incredible. You could, you could probably convince him that he owned the team. <laughs> <laughs> you give me, you give me, you give me forty-five minutes in the Oval Office with Joe Biden, and like a can of Mountain Dew, and I convince him that he's the owner. And the team is called the Washington Joe Bidens. The Washington Joe Biden. I think that's all I need. 45 that's, minutes. That is awesome. Yeah. Well, this has been Red Zone Coffee Talk. Uh, <laughs> it's uh, been off the rails a little bit, but it's been good to be back. Uh, we will be back in about a month. Thanks for tuning in, and uh, we'll see you next time. Bon voyage, mi amigos.